Good morning. It is Tuesday. That means that we're going to be talking about health. We're going to be talking about nutrition. We're going to be talking about the new year and everything that's going on. The weather's a little nuts today. It's cold outside. I'm freezing. I'm double layered. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stay not sick. It's 43 degrees in Lamarck, Texas. I'm going to make a switch. We're going to get us on the FM, and then we're going to have some fun talking to Jennifer Withy with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Dr. Chapa's on vacation. Vacation. And we weren't invited. Maybe we... I'm just going to show. We should, we should crash his vacation. That would be a good plan. <laughs> I think we should do that because we all need a vacation. It's seven days before Christmas, right? Yeah, yes. I agree. Here we go on the FM. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's 8.54 on a Tuesday. My name is Gardy. This is Kickstart. I'm excited to have Jennifer Withy here in studio from Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Jennifer, how are you doing today? Can you let us know where Living Well is located and what y'all offer and what y'all do? Awesome. Well, I'm excited to be here. I know a lot of people just tuned in and hoping to hear Dr. Chapa, and he's not here. <laughs> and so um, I'll just do my best to be his clone. Uh, Gardy warned me when I walked in that I had to make sure that I get some of the Chapa-isms in. So remember, what you eat is important. but What you don't eat is more important. Fantastic. So see, we're we're already we're ready to go. But Living Well is in League City, 815 East Main Street in League City. We help people live better, feel better without drugs and surgery. Our goal is to help people understand that food is medicine. And so helping you to learn uh, what you can do each day, each and every day to stay well. Preventative health care is one of those kind of misnomers. We don't really know how to do that very well in the mm-hmm. United States. So that's what we do and we do it every day. Yeah, I feel like it would be hard to get hired by Dr. Chapa. I'm just going to st- say that straight up <laughs> because he's very particular about his business, his health, you know, his message. He he lives it every day. You know, sure. for, and for you to be in the office working alongside him, you know, that that says a lot about uh, about you. I'm I'm going to say straight up. Uh, you could say that. So I you know, I really um I had a really amazing experience working with Dr. Chapa as a um, friend, he kind of dragged me in as a patient, um, as a friend about almost four years ago now. And, um, he really had an opportunity to get to know me and to know, um, you know, my character before he hired me. So that was kind of an advantage. So it's not always that easy with people. You don't always get to hire your friends. As a matter of fact, when we first started talking about me coming in to the office, there was that hesitation because we are friends, right? You don't want to ruin a friendship over a business deal, right? And so that, was a hesitation, but we've had a blast. We both are very much lifelong learners. So spending time learning, getting to know um, more and more about nutrition and understanding the trends that are going around um, that come at us. You know, you guys hear these things. There's a new diet. There's new advertisement. There's new food. There's a new buzzword. And we just try to stay ahead of it so that we can help you guys. Yeah. The one that's been going around, and it's it's probably been around for a long time, is keto, and that is like a high-fat diet with really low carbs, if if any at all, and you're trying to put your body into this state where uh, you're using, I guess, your fat, you know, your body's reserve instead of using the carbs, which our bodies use, you know, and you look at the food pyramid, and, you know, things change all the time. They said, like, well, maybe we shouldn't <laughs> be eating this. Okay, don't eat this now. The interesting thing about the, the keto diet is Dr. Chapa, in a way, is kind of on board with that. Uh, how about Abs- you? 
Absolutely. So we're on board with it. The problem with the keto diet, as is any diet, is that there's ways to do these diets right and there's ways to do them wrong. There's ways where we can drive up inflammation when we're doing keto. There's ways that we can, um, you know, get ourselves where we think we're doing keto and we're not really doing keto. There's now that keto is such a buzzword, there's a lot of keto snacks out there, right? Like oh, there keto. is, yes. And so now it starts to be, you start to have, just because it's keto doesn't mean it's actually health food for you. So you have to really work through that process for yourself to know what's what's the right way to go. And then you're eating empty keto calories. Yeah, that's not any different, right? And right. so we look at that. And so when we look at keto, one of the, one of the advantages of the fat is fat's like, if you've started a fire, what do you start a fire with? I'm going to say wood and Yeah, what kind rocks. of wood? Little kindling wood, right? Yeah. Little tiny pieces. You don't put on the big log first. Well, the fat is the big log, right? And it burns slow and it burns long, so it stays with you a long time. So you, the fat's great for you long term. Um, so people are, when you're constantly trying to run your body on carbs, on sugars, you're basically, you need constant fuel. You need mm-hmm. constant fuel. And so it's a very different game. So people are eating way too many empty calories when they're, avoiding the fats but then when you get the wrong kind of fats in there so you know and dr Chapa's not here so i'll just make his little i'll make sure that he knows that we have that we're not going to put people on dairy that we're not going <laughs> to let them have dairy but that's a mistake that people use with keto because it drives inflammation in the body well i have to speak up and say that dr Chapa is here he's watching on kha radio's facebook page is. dr Chapa. good morning to you um hopefully you have an amazing week with your family and I spending some time, you know, recover, relax, get rejuvenated. We were looking at words for opposite of sick this morning for the description. And, you know, we wish you health, wellness, happiness, and a, and a happy holiday and Christmas season, which is almost upon us. It's That's coming right. quick. Are, Jennifer, are you ready for Christmas? I I am. No, nobody's ready for Christmas, right? It's eight days. We got eight days, right? Not even so, Santa. Santa's not ready Santa's yet. Santa's not no. ready. Santa's mm-hmm. not ready because Buddy the Elf, he was a little short on the number of Etch-a-Sketches this year. And so <laughs> things are really slow at the at the workshop, but they, they'll get it under control. They've got eight days. So yeah. We're good to go. But Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center located in Leak City is a really fun place. And I'm going to say this because last year, Dr. Chapa uh, came into KHEA dressed up as Buddy the Elf. I assume, I can only assume that it is safe to say he has already worn his elf costume to Living Well this Christmas I, season. I think you're going to have to wait till next week. I think he'll be in on Monday and you'll have to see him next week for so you need Buddy to, the Elf. So you need to book an appointment for next, next week. Month. Yeah, good luck, right? Good luck. <laughs> when Dr. Chapa's gone 10 days, it's like we're, we're all gunning to get in to see him when he gets back. So yeah, so he'll he'll work really hard when he gets back. Has the office been running smooth? Everything going great? Everything's great. Everything's great. So Dr. Amber's seeing chiropractic patients. I'm seeing nutrition patients uh, while he's gone. So everybody's, um, we're there selling our supplements because really, you know, here's the thing. Most people are, are overwhelmed with the Christmas season. They don't have time for appointments unless they're hurting or sick. Yeah. And so, you know, we do encourage you to stay stay ahead of the curve here, right? A lot of people are just sliding into New Year's. The average person, what do they say? They gain five to 10 pounds between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so, you know, our goal is to help our, our people, help ourselves to, you know, maintain the status quo through through the holiday season so that as we go into January, we're not as far behind as our uh, friends and family. 
You know, whenever you said the average person, I think of I want to be above average. Above you know, five average. Ten, I want to be. I want to be. You know, off the charts, oh, but okay. in the opposite way. You know, yeah. like I want to maintain think golf. or lose weight. You got to think golf, right? Because lower. golf, you're going to need the lower score, and this is this. You definitely don't want the higher score for the holidays yeah. when it comes to weight gain. Yes, that's true. So I have an appointment to come in on Friday to see Doctor Amber, and she's been awesome. I've been uh, coming to the to Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center for, I mean, over a year. Right. You know, since right. my, my first time, my first detox, first cleanse, and then, you know, just coming in and, and getting checkups. And I always go to this little sample table, I'll call it. I'm not sure if it has an official name. <laughs> and there was like one that said mood juice. Then there was another one the other day and it had something. What is inside of, of those? And who gets yeah. to decide what everybody's kind of sipping and tasting that day? Well, it just, so actually we, mostly it's, I think it's Candace right now who usually decides what we're going <clears> to <throat> excuse me, what herbs we're going to be uh, sampling on a given day. And so, um, and sometimes she watches us clinicians walk in and goes, ah, I think it's a mood day. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> but um, anyway, mood juice will help you, you know, to, to just be a little more calm in the day, right? And when you're this season, it's easy for us to get overwhelmed. So mood juice would be common for us. Maybe a little energy tonic so they get us through the day so we can stop drinking those energy drinks over there. And so we're going to... This is water. It's a It's water. It's a special sponsorship. Yeah, sponsorship opportunities. You never know. Thank you, Bang. Okay, well, there's that. And so we'll use herbs instead of Bang to help us get our energy. So because they're safer for us, right? So your body's going to get... Your body knows exactly what to do with herbs. If you if you need to upregulate, herbs help you upregulate. If you need to downregulate, herbs help you downregulate. So they kind of just go the path that they need to go. Yeah. They know where they need to be. They know what they need to do. And so when you're... You can use herbs, and the other thing that herbs do is they drive function fast, right? Because you want things to happen. I think you had that experience with the mood juice, right? That it drove your function where he was a little too calm. That I day. was, and I, I went to an appointment with Doctor Amber. I was like, "What's this?" You said, "This is mood juice." What does it do? I said, "That sounds awesome. I I can always be in a better mood, you know, even <laughs> if I'm in a great mood." Uh, so I had it, you know, it was it was good. I came back here and I was filming with Dr. Chapa to pre-record a spot. And he pulled out a couple of supplements, one including a bottle of water that had like a little packet of something and it had Easy Mag probably. Well, he said it he wanted to rename it like uh-huh. 8000 or like it has so many different pathways that it helps or something yeah, like I got that. It. It's this one right here. Yeah. Easy Mag. Okay, that's Okay, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Easy Mag. 600 pathways 600 you can pathways. open up by taking this product, right? Yeah. So what, what other food, what other medication, what other thing could you use that would open up 600 pathways, get your liver moving, get your brain moving? Uh, I have no idea. I don't think there is one. There probably is, right? <laughs> and so this guys, these guys, you know, they clinically, they work to figure out what foods, if we put together, will make um, that kind of change in the body. And so people are like, you know, you make this comment about the mood juice and I go that's the coolest thing that it works right because we think we need medications for things to change we don't really need that we don't really need that but when you have an experience like you have in our office where you see uh, food or herbs change things in the body you you actually know that what God put on this earth he put on this earth for a reason yeah and we need it yeah what classifies as a herb because when i think of one i honestly think of going to the grocery store and it's like stuff that's just like ground up well you know those are those are most of those things are herbs as well yeah so they're just they're just different kinds of plants that we 
don't you usually eat as a whole plant, right? So we don't eat a ton of it at the same time at one time. Herbs we eat a little less of it than we do with um, with other plant foods. So you're going to eat a you're going to see the fruits, you're going to eat the vegetables, and so the herbs are just a little different uh, take on the bodies because they can um, drive functions. So. Yeah, and that's important, right? We need our we need our bodies to be running. I always tell people like I'm I'm a Formula One race car. And before I met Dr. Chapa, I was feeding my Formula One race car water instead of gasoline, mm-hmm. right? And you put real food in your body, life changes for you. And that's what that's what I learned. That's what I experienced. So what I learned four years ago coming in as a patient was at what what I was doing is eating every day and starving to death. Like, I mean, just think about that. I'm starving to death. And so people are constantly aches, pains, muscles. Oh, my joints are wearing out. No, you starved it to death. You didn't give it any lubrication. You didn't give it any essential fatty acids. You didn't give it any cod liver oil. You didn't give your body anything to work with. It's like going to a test without studying. I did that a lot growing up. Yeah, it's the American way. Yeah, and it's it's not fun. It's yeah. devastating, right? Like, and it's there, and you know you can do better. You know you have more. Yeah. Body. You know what what's what I would do even more and it, it, it's very comparable. So like, you know, it's like, oh man, I forgot to do the homework. Or there is a test. And so like right before you're trying to just like read and just scan I'm like hopefully this sticks in there. But that's kinda how it is whenever it comes to health. There's an issue and it's like, Oh my goodness, I have an issue. Oh, what do I do now? Oh, I should be taking this. You know, I should be taking this and whenever there's an issue, but you mentioned studying for the test, whenever you live a lifestyle like that before you waste the test. So if you have something come and attack your body, you just kind of move through it. Maybe you have a little hiccup, but it's not like the whole a whole issue or dilemma. Right. And I think, you know, the holidays bring on a stress for us. They bring on stress. We It brings up a lot of grief. It brings up a lot of, you know, there's the people that aren't sitting at the table this year because they've gone on to be with the Lord. And there's a lot of stress that comes with that. There's a lot of, and what happens is we're constantly being bombarded by um, life's ups and downs, the bad things, the, I was reading in the scriptures yesterday about, you know, when you get in the river and the river feels like it's going to overtake you, right? And so if you are constantly feeling that and then you go into the holiday season, it's supposed to be joyous and then you're just reminded of all the difficult things. And so it's kind of the test. Yeah. How well are you? Do you feel miserable? Do you feel wiped out? Do you feel worn out? They, we were looking up some stats last night, 45% of Americans would rather skip Christmas. 45%. Just go over it and Let's just like skip it this. Happen. Let's just not have this. Well, if 65% and the number's gone down, right, as far as the number of evangelical Christians in America, and now it's down to 65% saying they're Christians. If 65% of the people say they're Christians, but 45% say we want to skip Christmas, that means the Christians want to skip Christmas. Yeah, and there's all kinds of reasons, I'm sure. There's all kinds of reasons, and, but yeah. a, lot, a lot of it is because we're going to the test empty. We're not coming to the table with the fullness of Christ. And if we're going to avoid that from a, from if we're spiritually empty, if we're physically empty, if we're all of those things and we're empty and we're coming to the table at Christmas, of course we want to skip it. Yeah. We just don't have what we need to make it work. Mm-hmm. This is KHEA Radio. We're talking to Jennifer Withy with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. So you mentioned, Jennifer, that four years ago you came in as a patient to Dr. Aaron Chapa at Living Well and that kind of changed your life onto the path where you are today. What did your life look like before, you know, five years ago? (laughs) What was the average meal? What, 
what were you putting in your body? Were you even taking vitamins, like over-the-counter stuff, anything at all? No. So uh, four or five years ago, uh, you would have, if you know how then high, the high school thing, least likely to be, most likely to be, if you had met me five years ago, you'd been least likely to end up in the healthcare profession. <laughs> and so it's really, it's really ironic. And a lot of times I, there were, I had some conversations with the Lord about it because he was like, no, 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 you need to do this because this is something that only I can do through you. And so, um, but least likely to end up in a healthcare profession. I really felt like some people were born with health and some people weren't. And we were just kind of destined with whatever lot in life we were, we were born with. Right. And, um, I had joint pain. My husband probably doesn't even realize this, but I had knee pain. He knew about the knee pain, but one of the things is when we moved here in 2000. 11 January 2011 we got a two-story house in the two-story house kids bedrooms were upstairs man I didn't want to go up the stairs to because my knees hurt to put my kids to bed so I didn't want to go up the stairs to put my kids to bed and so when I went up there so I finally figured out you know I'm at home with these kids all day long I'm just gonna have my husband put them to bed and so I started putting them to bed I started having um, him put them to bed because I didn't want to go up and down the stairs now stairs don't bother me so they don't bother me at all. As a matter of fact, we were at a conference not terribly long ago, and I just needed to get up and move, and we were inside a hotel. So I was like, mm, six flights of stairs, boom, 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 up, down. Had a great time, and it didn't bother me at all. So back then, I had knee pain. I had little things, but what do people tell you? You're over 40 years old. They say, over the hill. You're just getting old, right? That's just, you it can roll sucks down the hill. to get old. It yeah. sucks to get old, right? That's what everybody tells you. It sucks to get old. That's just the way it is. But it really... It wasn't it because if my knees don't hurt now and they did hurt when I was 43, what does that tell you? It's not age. I can change it. So what happened to me is that in um, February of 2016, my oldest daughter passed away. And Dr. Shabba, if you've ever been around him, he is a people watcher. And so he knows he can see what's happening and he knows, you know, what's going on in your physical body. And so about three weeks after she died, she, he offered to help me. I thought to myself, what does a dang chiropractor have to do with grief? Right? Right. Come on. I was in there thinking, whatever. You know, you're a really nice guy, but I don't really need help. And uh, over a period of about a week, God showed me, you need some help. You should get some help. Like, why do this on your own when there's people offering to help you? And he offered to help me, and he gave me a bag of supplements. And I'll never forget, he gave me those supplements, and I said, yeah, I don't take pills. He said, now you do. Now you do. And so now I did, and I started taking them. And in just a matter of days, I felt better than I felt at Christmas time. And it's the honest-to-goodness truth. Three days later, I felt better than I felt at Christmas. And I was like, there has to be something to this if I'm feeling better than I felt at Christmas because I love Christmas. Yeah. All right? You know, though, so the supplements and the herbs and everything that you get is in pill form. And a lot of the times, it's a lot. It, it can be a lot. But it sure. does it, Obviously, it doesn't come originally in pill form. It's something, you know, organic from a garden that they grow and, you know, they they package it that way. Right. So look, here's the thing, though. We want to say most people come to us and say, can I just tell me what to eat? I'll eat right. Yeah. And the reality is that it now takes 60 cups of spinach, six, zero, 60 cups of spinach to equal one cup of spinach 100 years ago in nutrient density. So if it takes... Like, I don't really have time, money, or energy to eat 60 cups of spinach. What about you, Guardy? Any 60 cups of spinach on your plate you know, tonight? It, 
I'm going to say this, and you may get mad, but if I microwaved 60 cups of spinach, it would probably be the size of this coin right here, and then I I could have the time to eat it. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? I do know. Thank goodness spinach breaks down because that gets me able to eat two or three cups at a time, right? But really, I mean, two or three cups of raw spinach, you're like chewing, like, if it's like, raw, you feel oh, like yeah. a cow, right? Like you're like in there going 100% a cow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you go on and on and on. But the reality is is that 60 cups of spinach every day for the rest of your life, like come on. We're not going to do it even right. if we microwave it and we won't even begin what? to tell like Dr. Chapa's over there thinking <laughs> now he's microwaving my food and 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 so how we cook it right. determine it makes changes the nutrient density of the food. So well, you just lost some nutrient density from cooking it down but you know there's that yeah so now you probably need cups. 120 cups yeah okay yeah 60 cups <laughs> i can't do it that's that's a lot not every day not right. forever right and we we don't just need spinach right so we we need other things other than just spinach and so we're gonna use uh whatever we can to get food into people because it just doesn't we just don't eat that many vegetables there uh dr Furman, i forgot this step for you mm-hmm. he says that a typical american diet 25% is from animal sources. Okay, so that's your proteins, that's your fats. That sounds pretty good. 62%, he says, comes from processed food. What Dr. Chapa calls fake food, right? And if mm-hmm. you're going to eat make-believe food, you're going to get... Make-believe health. That's right, and that's what yes. we're going to get. So 60-plus percent of our diet is made from make-believe food, and 5% from fruits and vegetables. Five percent. So why do we have all those pills that we're putting, trying to put into people? Because I got to find a way to increase off of that five percent. Fruits and vegetables. That's what God made for us. And here we are, you know, faking it out, seeing if we can be smarter than God. And we're if there's a season when we're be- particularly bad about that, that is right here in the Christmas season. Yeah. Fake food. I don't have time to eat. I don't have time to do anything else. I'm going to. I'm going to uh, holiday parties. Really. Holiday parties. There's the mm-hmm. holiday parties, but desserts. What the the desserts? That's the sugar conversation that we can have, right? Let's have a sugar conversation. There's the fast food because we don't have time to cook. There's all the things that we keep putting make believe food into our bodies all day long. Yeah, it's easy. It's everywhere. Sure. Every corner that you turn. I wish that they would build a restaurant or like in the in the facility here in the church or like on the corner. You know, it just makes life easier. Like even now. I look at people getting groceries delivered to the house. I do that. Right. You know, I'll do that, you know, and, and other stuff too. They just deliver stuff. I'll get food, like even pre-prep food, like for, I, I try and be health conscious. They'll deliver to the house. Um, and I think like, am I that busy? You know, I could find time. I can, I could find sure. time to do it, but it does, it adds a convenience to there and you have to kind of plan ahead, even with the grocery delivery. Like if someone's going to be home, I got to order this for tomorrow. <laughs> um, but there's ways to do it. You just have to kind of be strategic about it. And then you have to want to do it. Because if you don't, you're not going to. Right. And the biggest thing is to have a plan. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you're going to those holiday parties, here, here's some ideas for you. Don't go to the holiday party starving to death. Like there's not going to be any real food there. So you're going to go and you're feeling like I, have, I haven't eaten all day long. And you're going to go and what? I mean, it's going to be staring at you at the face. You're going to be like. There's pie and there's cake and there's this and there's cookies. And the more, the more hungry we go into that, the more we're going to eat. Yeah. Right? So make your decision ahead of time to not go 
starving. Well, I'm going to share a little story about Sunday after church. I had a, a meal that was pre-prepped. Um, it was, I'm sure it was like chicken and vegetables, right? And my family picked up some food from KFC, which I love Kentucky Fried Chicken. I haven't had it in a while, but man, that's like probably like one of my go-tos. Like they're in Popeyes, and so they get a big bucket, and it's her, my wife's parents. They're there, and that's what they wanted. Like, oh, just pick up some KFC. And so for me, like I ate my food, and I ate it before they even busted out the chicken. I was like, I'm eating this right now because I know what it tastes like, and it tastes good. You know, right. and um, you know, there's macaroni, mashed potatoes, the biscuits, some weird biscuit dessert that doesn't even make <laughs> sense. They just had their biscuits and put like uh, brown sugar and cinnamon all over it. I was like, those dirty dogs. Like that looks delicious and you know it smells good. But I ate my food real quick and I was like, I'm good. You know, I'm. I, I wanted with everything in me to pick up a drumstick and just eat it, but um, yeah, I was just trying. I was at least trying. So you're trying, and you yeah. have to make some decisions, right? Because look, you might not want to be that hardcore on christmas day but if you aren't hardcore some days you're going to end up um you're going to end up feeling sick all the way through the season so but what you did was you made a decision a conscious decision i'm going to look out for guardy today because i don't want to feel like i don't want to feel terrible on monday morning yeah but that dessert it did look you, you really good. You feel like you missed out, right? I, I do. I 100% feel like I missed out on a good time. <laughs> I feel like that. So look, here's the thing. We have to ask the question. So for some reason on that particular day, you were like, I just I just need to be good. Good to myself today. And I, you know, I applaud that, you know, because not everybody's able to do that. Um, I, last weekend, not, you know, oh, about 10 days ago, that weekend, we, it was, you know, Christmas party, Christmas this, Christmas that, ate a whole bunch of drunk junk and i enjoyed it right had a mm-hmm. good time went ahead and ate the cookies went ahead and do did the things that i was going to do and so but monday morning i made a conscious decision and i did five day sugar detox five days no sugar not even fruit wow and that but that's a way that i kept from falling further behind because once you start that those gut bugs are thrilled to have the sugar what did your thanksgiving look like my thanksgiving Oh, that was so long ago, Guardy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what What so, were you going, did you go into with a plan or just like, okay, it's one day, it's Thanksgiving, I'm going to so, eat turkey and mashed potatoes or anything? So else? there's a couple things. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a potato junkie, so potatoes are always a, a temptation for me, but a lot of the other things aren't so much. So as long as, so I made sure that there were plenty of green vegetables. We had Brussels sprouts, we had green beans, so we had made sure, and we had salad. So we had some plenty of green stuff to go with, so and then I ate a little bit of my potatoes and avoided the gravy and i was i was good to go and you were good Mm -hmm. did you eat like because on thanksgiving i feel like you have to have like three or four plates and then that's like the first time and then you know you wait a little bit fall asleep wake back up and it's like it's time to eat again that's just the american way it is well luckily for me this particular year i didn't i wasn't there weren't a lot of leftovers i I, where where i ate Yeah, yeah yeah thanksgiving dinner i left the leftovers behind so there wasn't that all all week long that's smart so there was that. So for Thanksgiving, it was that way. So, but you know, let's go back and talk about that sugar conversation. Oh right? yeah. So 1700s, the average American ate four pounds of sugar per year. In the 1700s. In the 1700s. How were they even getting sugar? Like, what was sugar in? Was just like sure. candy? Uh, in some candies, it'd be some, you know, and it was a it was a really expensive treat. I feel so like the candy was terrible back then. Uh, I feel like it was bad candy. Why do you think that? Well, it was if somebody, probably more 
real food, right? It probably tasted yes, and that's why I feel like if if the kids today had the candy from the 1700s, they'd be like, "This is gross." Well, and because was, they're used to their chemicals, right? We're, <laughs> we feed our kids their refined white sugar chemicals, and yeah. so. But now it's up to a half a pound per day. People are getting into sugar. A half a pound per day, where in the 1700s it was four pounds an entire year. Right. So here we're here we are, and we're wondering why we have all these chronic infections and things going on why our kids are sick all the time. And there's there's a big piece of the puzzle is just the sugar. So we have to watch out for ourselves, watch out for ourselves. So what are you doing preventatively? So, you know, when we eat sugar, like I did that weekend, you know, had two parties and uh, dinner out. And so when I eat sugar those weekends, what am I putting into my body to make sure that I can process out? What am I putting in um, immune-wise? And so if you guys have been around the office, we put uh, calcium, we put... Um, Congaplex, we put herbs, we put some of those things don't taste so good on the front end, the herbs especially, but I want to make sure that I'm not going to crash after the sickness. So you, after I eat the food and get sick. And so that's the most important part for me is I don't want to be sick through the holidays, but how many kids do you have that are sick through the holidays? Right? Well, right now there is, I feel like a bug going around. There's, there's always a bug going around. It went through, went through my house. But Give me a season when there's not a bug. There's a there's bugs at this time of year, but we are putting ourselves in a weakened immune state by eating the sugar all the time. So if you're gonna if you're gonna put in the sugar, you got to put in something to counteract it, and that's what we do is we help people to see that there are foods that we can put into the into the body so that they won't get sick every time they make a poor meal choice. Yeah, you know desserts. There's obviously there's sugar in that. Is there sugar in food that we don't even realize? I would, you know, obviously there's fruit, there's natural sugar, but even if you have too much fruit, I, I feel like that isn't the best option for you. But other food, like a lot of times holiday food, like, oh, the gravy, you know, grandma's secret recipe, she dumped <laughs> half a bag of sugar. There's there's different things right. like that that you just don't think about. Yeah, and there's a lot of hidden sugars in food. So if you take a regular piece of bread, it turns to a quarter cup of sugar in your body. And that's that's a lot of sugar we eat half a cup of sugar for lunch every day. So do you think that back in the 1700s, I guess there wasn't bread no, the they, same way or is it Why is would it they have had bread? Why would what I don't Think know. about it. why would they have had the <laughs> kind of bread that we have? What kind of bread did they so it was different? What, what we have is processed food in the grocery store shelf. If you actually take wheat and you grind it up, it takes 6 hours to go rancid. So what we have is a very different breed of they've we've changed the um us preserving stuff has not changed just preserving the... them, but in order to grow these big croplands full of uh, wheat, like they've changed, they've hybridized the wheat, so the wheat's not even the same. It's not even the same food that God put on the earth. Yeah. So we've made those changes to the wheat so that it will grow more robustly. It'll do more things. We want our uh, animals to grow larger, so we put uh, all kinds of hormones into them, and you know, the the. The industries are getting smarter. They know that it's kind of a buzzword out there. No antibiotics, no hormones in the in the meats and things like that. So they kind of get smart to it, but there's ways around it. And so even things like your grass-fed meat, that's better for you, right? But sometimes it's just grass-finished. If they had grass at any point in their life, they can be called grass-fed. Yeah, and they'll be able to put that seal or stamp on it. Right. So there's a wow. lot of hidden things in our food, things that we don't realize, things that you know, even with the milk, the milk is not, if you take that milk that you find in the grocery store and you feed it to a baby cow, 
the cow's going to die. And if, if it's not safe for a baby cow, surely it's not intended for a baby human. And so that's where we look at things. We've processed things so much that our bodies don't even recognize them. The hidden sugars in the foods, uh, all your carbohydrates are sugars to some de- degree. So mm-hmm. then you have that. So why, when you eat those empty sugar calories, like the, the fake bread that we put on the grocery store shelf, and when you eat that as opposed to eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, you don't have the nutrients that go with it. So you get the calories, you fill yourself up, you eat every day just like I was doing, and you starve to death. Wow. You know, is there a place where you can't, and I know ideally we eat too much grain, it all turns, but is there a place to get bread that isn't processed like that, like on the shelf? I don't know that you would be, could be able to, I mean, some of your sprouted grain breads are going to be better, but you, you really have to understand yourself and your body chemistry, and I think that's where... Um, a place like Living Well kind of helps you to see um, what those foods are actually doing for you. So, you know, this is what, you know, once we get through these holidays and get through the stress of the holidays, we're, we everybody starts their health journey in January. And so um, one of the things that you really need to see is, hey, do I actually need that bread to survive, right? And most right. people don't. Most people just don't need that kind of um, empty calories in their diet. It's just that it's it's easy. We eat it out of simple ease. You know, we go to the fast food joint and, you know, you're like, oh, I can't actually ask for the hamburger without the bun. Like, I'm in my car. I can't. I'm, I'm driving along. I have to have the bun, something to hold it in place, right? Yeah. So, so we, we've made it out of convenience that we need that kind of bread. So when it comes to, you know, there are some sprouted grain breads. There's some almond flour breads that you can make at home. Um, I use a a couple of websites to find recipes. Two of my favorites are um, Elena's Pantry, E-L-A-N-A. Um, so Elena's Pantry, she um, has a lot of healthier recipes. She ha- even has some pumpkin breads and uh, chocolate zucchini bread. So I have some options there. Then I don't have to worry about the the grains in them. They're grain-free. Is it called chocolate zucchini because of the color, or is there actually no, like a actually, chocolate dessert there's actually flavor? There's a dessert flavor to it. My kids actually like it, and they don't like much health food. <laughs> oh, cool. Hey, what's so, up with Ezekiel bread? I, I've seen that like on some so, like fitness plans. It's like, oh, this is okay, and but I've never had it. People say so, it doesn't taste that well. It tastes well. Compared I guess, to, I guess, what they're I guess used to. It depends on what <laughs> it depends on what you're used to, right? You're you're used to the old-fashioned Wonder Bread. I'm not sure that you're going to like Ezekiel bread right. too much because people are used to the soft texture. It's usually the texture thing with the Ezekiel bread. But look, for somebody like me, um, sugar is detrimental to me from an energy standpoint. I've got to continually eat it all day long um, in order to stay keep my energy up so what happened after that the reason i went on that sugar detox last monday morning was because i woke up monday morning starving i was so hungry and i started eating my normal stuff and i was still hungry and i was still hungry and i was still hungry and i kept eating all day long and i just kept telling myself i'll feed you i'll keep feeding you but you ain't getting the sugar right and so after the day i got over that feeling of i gotta eat all the time and when we eat sugar and we eat high, simple, a high amount of simple carbohydrates, we feel like we need to eat all the time. We get that hangry feeling. We're an hour and a half after breakfast, after we eat that cereal, we're hungry again. So people always would say things like, well, breakfast, 
they say breakfast is the most important meal a day, but when I eat breakfast, I'm hungry in an hour Quick. and a half. Mm-hmm. It's because of what you eat. It's because of the sugar in what you're eating that you end up needing to eat again in an hour and a half. That used to happen to me whenever I was a kid. I remember going to school, like high school, middle school. If I ate breakfast, I'd be hungry really quick. But it was something like cereal. It was maybe like toast or, or something Cereal, simple. toast. And, yeah. you know, and the health conscious parents are throwing fruit at their kids, right? But it's still sugar. And so they're still hungry an hour and a half later. And so now here they are. So they'd rather just not eat at all. Yeah. Because when you eat those simple sugars, you end up spiking your blood sugar and then it crashes down. And that's where you feel in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we kind of, so when I, I find people that don't want to eat breakfast, I'm pretty sure that what they've been eating is just simple carbs for breakfast. Yeah. there There's a, a meme that I saw that said like millennials and young people invented intermittent fasting. Like, oh, <laughs> finally it caught on where in, in Dr. Chapa, what he shared about it is, hey, that kind of gives your digestive system a time to um, rest. And that that's a good thing. But I feel like for, for students and kids, like you shouldn't be necessarily trying to i'm going to be intermittent fasting unless there's a doctor you know kind of monitoring or nutritionist yeah, or someone. i think that i think we can you know we can kind of dabble i mean that's the one thing about it since everybody eats every day everybody then you know is a nutritionist right because we eat ourselves every day so from that perspective um, people kind of see those trends and fads coming along and they think oh well maybe that'll work for me and so they're wanting things. So we, you just have to ask, who's going to watch out for you and make sure that um, that when you try those fads, that you, it's he- healthy for you? you how, how important is a food log? A food log is uh, extremely beneficial for people because when you, most people come into us, if I ask anybody on the street, like, how's your diet? Most people just say, pretty good. Like, it's like the standard answer, pretty good. You tell you start writing it down. And so a lot of times that we, you know, I'm trained to help you look through that food log, find the patterns, find the problems. And sometimes, sometimes the patterns show up in, in strange ways. Food we ate on Monday is affecting us on Wednesday. And so we don't recognize that. Oh, I don't know what I ate yesterday. Well, it wasn't yesterday. It was what you ate two days ago. And so sometimes we see those patterns and we can help people see those patterns. But I can't tell you the number of times that somebody who's really committed to a program working with us, they walk in and they go, I figured it out. This is what I've been doing. They come in and tell me sometimes because they once you start writing it down, you can find it and you start to see the patterns of where your body's breaking down, when it's breaking down. And so then they then they have us to help them. Okay, now how do I correct it? I found the problem. How do I correct it? And sometimes it's shifting those things. So those breakfast foods, we don't always take them out of somebody's diet because they love them. You love your pancakes. But it's a terrible idea before you go to school. And so we just move it to a different time of day. We move it to a certain day of the week. And if we help you to see where you can make those changes, you will live better. You will push the envelope down the road a little bit further as far as health and wellness. Does it work better when somebody is involved in the process of finding out, like, aha, if they almost find it themselves? Even if you you know from the beginning, they you know, what do you eat? Or like you find and you see it. And then whenever they have that aha moment, does that help them stick with them? Absolutely. Absolutely. So when they spend more time, when you're writing down a food log, and I, I had one lady, she's like, she came into her second visit the other day. She says, oh, I, I have my food log, but you're not going to be happy. So I'm thrilled because you have a food log because you're willing to take the time to invest in your own health to write it down because most people don't want to take the time to do the work. I think that's what people are scared of coming into our office is because 
we're going to walk with you, but there's a little bit of work you're going to have to do because I, I can't be with you every day. I think people are also scared because they don't want to change. And deep down, they may know the answer, like, or they know if they've listened to this program ever with Dr. Chopper or yourself or uh, Dr. Amber or anybody who's come in talking about health, there are certain things that, that it's just common sense. Like, oh, yeah, if I cut that out, I'd probably right. feel better. And that's the thing. And sugar is one of those obvious, right? Like, I mean, seriously, we really think we need half a pound of sugar a day. Like, nobody thinks that. We may yeah, no, want yeah. it. We may want it. There may be this part. But the reality is, is that after we've put that much sugar in, we've messed up our gut microbiome. And now those gut bugs are screaming, feed me more sugar. That's what ha- was happening to me the other day. Feed me more sugar. Feed me more sugar. And how do you get out of that pattern? How do you get out of it? It's like you're on this vicious hamster wheel. Well, I have an interesting story to share. Uh, right now it's 933. This is com 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. I'm talking to Jennifer Withy with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. During the 10 o'clock hour, I'm going to have uh, Grandmaster Garza and Master Cody Garza from Premier Martial Arts in, which I'm very excited about. And I forgot Dr. Chapa was going to be out of town, but I was like, yes, we can ambush Dr. Chapa and get him back into training <laughs> martial arts. Let's go. But um, I'm, I'm sure he'll be able to Let's go back and plan. watch that interview as well. But there's a story I want to share. It has to do with sugar. It has to do with the freezer, which I was trying to find a way to, to weasel this in. And also in the 1700s, there was no, as far no as freezer. I know, there was no freezer, you know, refrigeration. I'm, I'm there, you know, people are smart and they go back and find stuff like, oh, they did have that technology, but I don't know, you know, the, the freezer. Um, I was watching a video on social media about, you know, gelato and like, oh, only the richest people were able to have, you know, ice, cr- ice cream or whatever it was or a frozen treat, a cold dessert, right? So my daughter loves ice cream. She's two years old. Her name's River Rose and she's the best. So we have a refrigerator like most people do on the top is the refrigerating part on the bottom is the freezer part. She knows there's ice cream in there. So yesterday we hear the door, the door open and she's running around having a good time being a, being a kid. And I hear my wife's like, you better not be getting the ice cream. And so then she runs off like, ha ha, you know, whatever. So then I hear the, the door open at, you know, 10, 20 minutes later. And I go and I look back and she has the ice cream and she starts running. And I'm like, River, bring back the ice cream. And so I'm chasing her. So she's going. And I was like, instead of looping around, I was like, I'm just going to wait. So she beats me around. She opens the lid. She takes the ice cream and she just starts licking it out of the container. The half gallon bluebell container just going at it. And I was like, River, stop. Rivers, stop, stop eating. Like, you're just like licking the ice cream. And she's like laughing. And so I get it, put it on the counter. And I'm, I'm trying to give her a moment of, of correction and love. And that was funny. Um, but she was hungry. You need to get her, you know, I was going to give her food. But she goes for ice cream because whenever you were sharing about your body wants more. And that's what I imagine. She's just that's, like. That's your daughter, right? She's just ding, like, I've cream. got this. And yeah. so look, that's one of those that's one of those things that I used to think Dr. Chop was psychic. Because he would see th- those things he could he could predict when you were going to uh crave sugar and different things and so and i was like oh but now <laughs> you see it you see it now you see it even with your little daughter that you know she's going after the ice cream because that satisfies the desire for her and she's feeding those gut bugs and so you know for her she may get away with this and you just don't know how long she's going to get away with it my my daughter loves ice cream as well and so last night she I have a uh, friend of ours staying with us this week, and she uh, took little my little daughter out to get ice cream, but we didn't get regular ice cream. She got uh, coconut milk ice cream because when she eats regular ice cream now, 
her stomach just kills her. And so she she's made that adjustment so that she doesn't eat the dairy. And so she feels better. So she told me the other day, she said, I used to, you know, she used to hate living without the dairy. And now she realizes how much better she feels. And so it's not as hard as yeah. the when you realize. And we say that, you know, we will change, but it takes time to change. It's taken, you know, a year of her really battling it out. And now she kind of like, well, detox this year. I'm not going to worry about taking out dairy because it's already gone. Yeah. And so, there's a lot of specifically with ice cream. There's places that have options now that are, you know, non-dairy, dairy-free, the sorbet, the different, the different things, even like a chocolate flavor um, that that you can, you know, introduce and and if right. that messes and it's you still, up. And so look, there's there was a question somebody sent us the other day, and they said, you know, we're dealing with sinus issues. We've been dealing with chronic sinus issues, but we're about to go to another birthday party. What do I do? And you know, do I bring dairy-free ice cream and the kid will still get the sugar? right? Because my daughter still got the sugar last night. Or do I get a sugar-free ice cream that still has dairy in it? And, you know, that's the kind of questions. Those are the kind of things that we can help you adapt for yourself, right? So, because sugar is never a good idea, but for a kid that's dealing with sinus drainage, dairy is a really bad idea. So we're going to, we're going to bend on that, on that day because it's the holidays. There's times you're going to, you're going to bend. And then there's times when you're going to have to play play that it was really strict and that's what um learning to take care of yourself is all about is figuring it out but i will contend that more people think that they're that moderation is going to get them somewhere and it just really doesn't if that's the game you're going to play all day long every day for 365 days a year and so that's why we really encourage the concept of detox and that's what's that's why we're you know it's not because just because we you know want to make a lot of money it's about we know that your health is going to be better if your body can detox better. Okay, so what does the detox entail? If somebody's never heard of it before, what is the detox? Right. What are we detoxing from? What does it look like? How long is it? So a detox, uh, there's de- the, the word detox, like we were talking about the show about keto. Like It's a buzzword in the um, health and wellness community right now. But our detox that we're talking about doing in, in January is 21 days where we do three months worth of work in three weeks for your physical body. So we're jump-starting, accelerating things for you by giving your digestive system a break, by pulling out all the inflammatory foods. And we're, const- we're making those changes. So we take out inflammatory foods. We um, help to put in lots of fruits and vegetables. And our detox, it's you should never be hungry because it's an unlimited amount of food. What does unlimited mean? There's no end. No end. As There's much as you want. As much as you can tolerate, as much as you can handle. And we want you to eat an unlimited amount of food, but we want you to eat vegetables. And that, for most people, is very hard, especially if you are on a diet where typically you eat 5% of your calories from fruits and vegetables. And so that can be overwhelming for people. So what we're going to do in January is we help people by um, having a, a Facebook group where you can ask questions, get ideas share the ups and the downs of the detox, share the recipes that are working for you. What are we learning how to do? So we're helping people over that 21 days to learn how to eat vegetables so that maybe when they go back to eating their regular foods, instead of 5%, maybe they'll be at 10% or even better, 20, 30, 40%, because they'll know how to cook some things that they haven't had to cook in the past. 
And then simultaneously with the food changes that we do, we put in supplements that increase that liver detox, those detox patterns from the phase one, phase two detox patterns that help your body to actually take the toxins that your body is storing and help get rid of them. So what will happen is you'll have people over time when, when the liver's not detoxing well, you can have all kinds of symptoms. You can have brain fog, you can have... Um, skin issues, asthma, or skin issues, or asthma. You can have all kinds of it, symptoms that your body's dealing with because your body's trying to get rid of these toxins. And your body's smart. I think I, I'm always amazed at the many ways that your, your that God made our bodies to detox. And so we have we have our skin, we have our respiratory system, we have uh, you know our bowels. We have all kinds of ways to detox. But what? What happens when there's too many toxins in the body is the body will start storing those toxins. And that's what will happen. You're, you'll have the joint pain. You'll have the the brain fog will go with it. And you'll have... Um, so it stores it like it'll it store it in, in the joints? In the, the brain. joints, right. The joints is a very common place. That's why people are, you know, they when they, they're getting older, they have joint pain. It's just that the toxic load was high enough and we didn't detox enough that eventually it filled up those joints. And so you have the, we're detoxing, so then the, so the joint pain, you also, your fat cells will swell up seven times their normal size to make room for the toxins. That doesn't sound fun. Does not sound good. So what happens? Like feel bloated? Uh, well, is that what the bloating feeling is? People will feel bloated, but not only that, they'll gain 40 pounds in a year. And they'll be like, I didn't change my diet. I didn't do anything. And it's all a matter of what you, what you did was you just kept filling up your bucket. And now this year is when it overflowed. And so the body had no choice, and it started to uh, swell up the fat cells to make room for the toxins. So what we're going to do is put some supplements in that's going to help the, the body start to release some of those toxins. Yeah, so your body is adapting and changing, you know, over time. Always. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the whole point of the body is to adapt and change. What would happen if somebody does the, the food part and they didn't do the supplement part? Yeah, so that's a cleanse. So it'll, it'll cleanse out your system. It'll give your digestive system a break. Um, but it won't push the body to detoxify to get rid of those hidden, those stored toxins. Now, do you think that some might move if we didn't put in toxins for a 21-day period? Yeah, I mean, the body's going to, it's going to adapt to the fact that there's less toxic load going in. And so less inflammation in the body. So you could get, you could get benefit. Um, with kids, a lot of times, we'll definitely decrease the amount of supplementation. They don't have as much toxic buildup as somebody at my age at 47, right? So they've, you will, we can adjust those supplements for people, but we have a, a pretty general supplement plan that is safe for anybody to do. It may not be comfortable, but it might, it's definitely safe. So we help people through that. And so that's what we want you to come in. We want you to work through it. So, I mean, you were even telling me before here, you had some challenges on, on the detox when you did it. And I think that's important to note. Everybody's individual, People are going to have challenges, and if you just buy it off the shelf and you don't have somebody walking through helping you understand why you might be dealing with those challenges, you're going to not want to do it anymore. And that's the worst possible outcome out of trying a detox. You know, one of the the other things, and, and Dr. Chapa helped me with this, so one of the, the supplements that you take on this is fiber, mm-hmm. and I was taking fiber, and it feels like a lot. You know, it's like oh three, three, and three, or you know, the first yeah, time, yeah. and you kind of go down. But after like day three or four or whatever, I'm like, man, I just feel like I'm bloated. 
you know, whenever I'm trying to use the restroom, which is like the whole point to pass all this stuff out, is like I feel like nothing's nothing's it's not moving the way it should. And so he's like, okay, cut back on the on the fiber, you know, so much, and and that did help. And so having a resource like Dr. Chop in, in your office saying like, hey, do this stuff, right? Adjust. That's what you have to adjust to it, and we have to. So what your body showed us is that there was a weak link that maybe the bowels aren't clean and you think they are because you go to the bathroom every day and you think everything's going the way it's supposed to, but it's just not. And so sometimes when we do these things, when we push the body to work a little harder, uh, you, you see those changes, but you don't really know what to do with them. And that's what happens. And I think, you know, I think our uh, personal trainers would tell us the same thing. People start to work out and then it doesn't work and they don't have anybody to work with them. And that's what we are. We're basically the health coach of the nutrition world so that we can help you to figure out what's going on. Why is your body breaking down in these situations? And that's why we encourage you come back in. I think about it like this. Have you ever been in a family photo? Yes. You've been in a family photo. And when you're taking that picture, there's a photographer taking that picture. Somebody's taking that picture and you're there, correct? You're absolutely hundred percent there. And then have you ever looked at that photo after it was taken and gone, what, what, why was my shirt like that? Why is my kid making that face? Why, why is, why can't we see so-and-so? Like, why are they hidden? Right. And that's what happens is you can't see what's happening in the picture when you're there. And that's how I look at it from my own body. I can't always see what's happening in my own body because I'm too close. The big I'm pretty picture. emotionally attached to what's mm-hmm. going on. I'm emotionally attached to my mess. And so when you get, uh, somebody like me, somebody like Dr. Chaba, somebody like Dr. Amber to work with you and figure those things out, we can see it a little more clearly. We're not quite as biased uh, because we're not inside your body. So you're living in it. You think, I'm always going to be like this. I'm always going to have this problem. This isn't good for me. And we can help you to see where maybe it is good for you and what your body is actually doing to get better. And so sometimes when we have those situations at the beginning of the detox, people get a headache. I can't detox. I'm getting a headache. Sorry, Dr. Chop. I can't do this. I got a headache. I have to have my coffee, right? I have to. No, well, you're addicted to it, and you we, you need to decide whether you're going to get through that, that first week of the detox. So for some people, it's, hey, we're going to get through it. And for other people, it's like, we're going to get through that. We're going to do this with the coffee this year, and next year we're going to take the coffee out, mm-hmm. right? right? And so it makes a difference. And so some people... 21 days is way beyond their comfort zone, but they can do seven days. I had one one lady one time, I had to put her on a, a, a basically a three-day cleanse. That's all she could do. That's all she could do. And that, But guess what? She's getting better. She's changing because three days matters. It's better than zero days. Better than zero days. And yeah, we keep and- making those pushes forward, and we help you to figure out, how do I make three days work? Because 21 days is just way outside of my comfort zone. But really... The reality is, is why do we make it 21 days? Because you really, once you've done it for 21 days, you really start to see that you can live without some of the things that you feel like you have to live with. It does give your body a chance to get a digestive break, a real break, not just a, you know, 12 hours of intermittent fasting break. You get a real break from those inflammatory foods. And then what we can do is when we put them back, put in foods back in, you can start to see which foods are really bothering you. Mm-hmm. Because when you do them all a little bit, you don't really know which is the real issue. Yeah, you reintroduce a certain kind of 
protein you know like chicken at first or whatever and it's like okay chicken's okay or maybe it's not and then after right. I, that's one thing chop it share then okay introduce another kind of protein after the you know, three or four days after uh, one thing that i learned from the detox is that it introduces vegetables to your diet that you are not used to eating maybe you've never had mine that i found to like and enjoy now is brussels sprouts you know putting them putting them in the oven and uh, i guess just baking them or roasting them with some salt you and like pepper some- on there that's delicious. You like some roasted. And that's what a lot of people find, that there are vegetables that they actually like. We learn how to use spices well so that we know how to um, enjoy our vegetables because you can't add spices and change the flavors of your of your vegetables and still getting good nutrients in. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we can do, and that's, that's the advantage. So if you do it for two or three days, most people would rather just starve than to eat, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just not going to eat at all. Yeah. And so, and I tell people, I tell people, hey, if you feel hungry on this detox, it's not because I told you you couldn't have enough food. It's because you are emotionally attached to your food. Mm. And so it's an emotional addiction we got to get past. If you can get to the, past those first three to four days, you start to catch on. And one of the things that's super fun at our office is to do our detox with the group in January because we'll have over 100 people doing detox with us in in January. We'll have a Facebook group. So you'll have different ideas. It's just and, and all the clinicians will be doing it with you in January. So that's going to be a lot of fun, um, where, as opposed to different times of year when you kind of feel like you're doing it on your own, a, a lone ranger. And so it makes it a whole lot more doable when you've got some friends doing fun things with you. I think that one of the things that people do at the beginning of the year whenever there's new year's resolutions or i'm going to make a change is people want to lose weight maybe they don't care how they feel but they can see what they see in the mirror or they want to you know fit into a size smaller or just get stronger but there's there's that is that a side effect of going on this (laughs) cleanse absolutely now for you it's a little more advanced you know, you didn't want to lose weight, but for men, men lose tend to lose more weight than women even. So that's kind of the unfair. So husbands and wives, if you do it together, don't make it a contest, right? It's not a contest of who's going to lose more weight because it's about being healthy. And that's where, um, you know, from a preventative healthcare standpoint, one of the things, you know, uh, Dr. Chopper always tells you that the liver is the giver. Right. I knew you were waiting. I was, I was almost out of time to bring that in. <laughs> and so um, so now that we've got that under <laughs> under wraps, we can continue thinking about it. So this detox, yeah. this detox helps the liver. One of the things about the liver is that it'll be 80% disease before it will show up on a medical panel. So by that point, I mean, once you're down 80%, it, you're going to be struggling, right? And so what we want to do is give that liver a little bit of love since it gives to, for us all day, all year round. We want to give back to the liver. And so that's one of the things that the detox will do for you is to you be good to you be kind to your liver because it's got so many things that it has to do on a daily basis. Wow. Well, we're just about out of time. Is there anything else that we'd like to share? I had a question that I, that I did write down. I'm going to ask this one first and then we'll get into anything else that you'd like to share or reiterate. So you mentioned that you moved to this area. I think you said 2011. Mm-hmm. Where did you move from and why? So, well, actually, um, I was familiar with the area. My my sister and my mom, my sister graduated from high school here. And my mom lives here. So, um, however, that's not why we ended up here. Um, God just has his plan. So my husband was um, working at a university in Louisiana, and the university decided that they no longer needed chemistry and physics, which is a very strange thing for a university to decide. 
<laughs> happens, my husband's a physics professor, and okay. so he went on this nationwide search for a job. And so my husband landed him a job here. Ironically, when he got the job, he um, we found out a year ahead that we were gonna have, that they were closing the department. So we had a year to figure this new thing out, and so we moved here. Um, but ironically, when he called the university at University of Houston Clear Lake, where he works now. They called him. They said, well, we've closed the search. We can't find anybody with enough teaching experience. So my husband said. But I'm the person. That's my husband me. Said, yeah. My husband said, well, I have 17 years experience. How does that fit with you? And uh, he was like, oh, you're the person. So it was really kind of a cool thing. It was a nation. They they had closed the search. They had given up hope for finding somebody for that year. And um, we ended up here. So. And it's really good for me because my family's here. So my husband's family is from Canada. So there's not. We don't. We had family all over the place, and so it was kind of good to be where we had family close by. Okay, I know zero about physics, but would your husband be down to come and talk on KHEA about the University of Houston Clear Lake Physics Department? That'd be fun. Absolutely, absolutely. He loves he loves talking about physics. You might get more information than you bargained for, but... Oh, that happens every day. <laughs> <laughs> every day, I'm like, it just goes in my head, and I'm just like... Yeah, he's Crystal, really, Google that later. You he's know, really like, interested in astronomy, too, so that's one of his real passions. And so his Ph.D. was in astrophysics, actually. So he, awesome. He loves to I'm talk physics. I mean, I, I say, I feel like it's a disservice if I said, oh, I'm interested in astronomy, too, because whenever I look at someone who has, <laughs> you know, a Ph.D. in it, I'm not really interested. But one thing I am interested with it being Christmas time is, you know, Jesus— uh, being born, you know, coming right. coming to Earth, and the wise men came and they like read the followed stars. The stars. They followed the stars, and that that story it always kind of. Um, they I weren't distracted wondered. by their artificial light and staying inside the house. They actually right. had a reason to look up in the sky. Cause... And I think the other thing is, I always get like you know astrology and astronomy, uh, you know, mixed up, and like people are like, "Oh, well, I'm a this," you know, because I'm just <laughs> like, "Well, what?" But um, it's just yeah. it's just as interesting. It'd be cool to to sit down and have a conversation sure, with yeah. them and learn more than I, I bargained for. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's 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 fun for people to get, you know, that other side of the um, science equation. So, But he definitely is your guy to talk to about astronomy. Cool. So here's a comment I'm going to read. This is from Michelle. Thank you for, uh, for, for saying this. She said, hey, I think it's awesome how you guys work with people on what they can handle and tolerate at that time and yet encourage them to move forward, not a one-size-fits-all and y'all get that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's, cool. that's that's our real goal, right? Because everybody's an individual and that's that's really what it comes down to. Everybody's an individual made in the image of God. And so we are we're just I'm out there and my goal is to help people to reach their God-given poten- potential and that's what I love to do and so I've just got a great platform over at Living Well. Um each day and so i look forward to seeing some more people faces out there yes how can somebody get a hold of you if someone's interested in learning more about the detox getting involved how can they reach you guys on the website yeah, email so phone number the phone number to living well clinical nutrition center is 281-554-8600 that was 281-554-8600 our website is justlivewell.com all one word j u s t l i v e w e l l.com and so we would love to have you connect with us um, on Facebook as well. We have a Facebook page, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, and we'll have a lot of information on the detox there. So come join us. We would love to meet some new friends. All right. Thank you for hanging out today. Glad to be here. So let's see right now. It's 955. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to keep it going. I'm going to start a new Facebook stream. We're going to start a new video, and you're not going to want to miss this because I have... 
Grandmaster Al Garza and Master Cody Garza from Al Garza Premier Martial Arts in Studio, where I'm going to be sharing about a Krav Maga class that I took yesterday and a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu class that I took this morning. Yes, I got thrown around, and I'm going to share all about it. This is KTA Radio 99.5 FM. All right, Facebook, we'll be right back.